Hey, I want to thank Blue Chew for being part of this podcast for a really long time. It's greatly appreciated. And it's appreciated that you're supporting the sponsors like Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. And you can try it for free right now by using the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. like we are live what's going on everybody welcome to my live stream from the ocean on a rainy on a rainy day at the ocean which uh, makes this whole thing a big drag because there's not much uh, to do Uh, cheers to the people out there first sip of coffee always the best sip of coffee I got my stupid New York City coffee mug it's raining here at the ocean though you know which, which uh, reminds me of one of my favorite, uh, wow, you know, it used to be, it used to be one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, God, a million years ago, like 20, 25 years ago. It's, uh, it's a rain song by, uh, by a band that's no longer popular. You want to, you want, you want to do a little, uh, a little trivia today? What song is it? The band is uh, not that popular anymore. I'm sure they they travel around America playing a couple of their hits to a very small room. But uh, I love this. Uh, I love this band. Uh, not uh, not Blind Melon, No Rain, which is absolutely uh, a great rain song too. All right, now we're doing rain songs. I see Lewis doing. Uh, uh, it's raining, man. The raining song. Oh, okay. Purple Rain probably is the greatest rain song of all time. I understand. Uh, but uh, Blind Melon, No Rain is just as good. If you've never seen the documentary on Shannon Hoon, by the way, I think it came out about a year ago. You you got to check it out. Uh, Shannon Hoon was an early adapter of filming everything, filming his life. He was way ahead of his time. And he documented his life... Um, uh, right before Blind Melon hit, during their success. And there's even a video of him in his hotel room. Well, it is the last video he ever did, but he left the camera on. And, and one of his last words was something like, I'm going to take a nap. And this is on camera. And then uh, the rest is history. He uh, he didn't make it. Um, but the, the documentary is really, really good. It goes through all his videotapes over the over the few years that uh, he had all that success, and it's uh, I think it's I think it's good. I think it, it was put together very, very well. The unfortunate thing about Blind Melon is the is the fact that they're looked at as a um, a one hit wonder with no rain. But Shannon Hoon was incredibly talented. He grew up kind of with Axl Rose, and I think. Oh, I forget all the stories now, but I think Shannon Hoon went out with Axl Rose's uh, sister for a while. They were both from Indiana, and Shannon Hoon sang um, sang some vocals on a few Guns N' Roses songs. Yes, backing vocals, harmonizing. I'm trying to remember which songs, but uh, but the documentary is absolutely uh, terrific. Uh, the Rain Song by Led Zeppelin is uh, certainly one of the greatest Rain songs of all time. Let It Rain by uh, that. That weirdo Eric Clapton is a good rain song. 
Here Comes the Rain uh, is a very, very good song. The Cult. The Cult had a great song uh, called uh, Rain. Yes. I can't believe no one's getting the song, though, man. Let me go backwards. And don't do that, who? Uh, Rain or me. Or me. That's not officially a rain song because it's rain, R-E-I-G-N. And it's that or apostrophe O-E-R or apostrophe. Yeah, I think that's how it is. Rain or me. Uh, Which is actually a very, very good song. November Rain, very good rain song. Nice. Wayne Buatkins, how are you, brother? Who'll Stop the Rain is a very good rain song. Now, Now we're just stuck. Because I don't want to give it away. It's a it's a rain song from a band that's no longer popular. The song was very, very popular at the time. I can give you an update on the car. Um, you're looking at a guy that has brand new side view mirrors for the second time. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Hit that like button for that. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate all your support. Thank you. I took my car to Mike, who's uh, my mechanic way out east here. And boy, what a difference between uh, the service I got from Mike and the service I get in um, New York City. The first time they stole my side view mirrors, you know, it cost me a mere $1,300. And I'm looking at the guy, $1,300? And he's like, yeah, the the mirrors themselves are at least $400 to $500 a piece. I'm like, all right, that's, you know, about $900, let us say. So why the extra $400? He's like, ah, oh, labor, you know? Labor. I had to charge you three hours labor to put the, the mirrors in. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You're not the best it's ever been. So they got stolen again. Everybody knows the story. It's getting a little monotonous at this point. I get it. So I took my truck to Mike, and he put my side view mirrors in yesterday. I also needed a brake job. And, uh, you know, the bill was hefty. I'm not going to lie to you. And uh, he charged me. Ready? This is the difference between New York City, which is such a shithole, and living like a gentleman way out here among the people. Um, Mike goes, look, there was nothing I could do. You know, the mirrors cost uh, $400 a piece. So already, already the mirrors were costing about $100 less per mirror. So I saved $200 there. I love the... <laughs> I love the rainy nights. Oh, my God. Bob Lord, you are going to make me laugh all day. What's up, Bob? Good to see you, by the way. I love a rainy night. I think that was uh, Eddie Rabbit, right? I think that was Eddie Rabbit. Jesus. Uh, very, very good. People still haven't got the, the rain song. Here Comes the Rain by the Eurythmics, a, a fine, fine song. So uh, the mirrors themselves cost like $100 less per mirror just because I went to Mike, an honest gentleman. And then he goes, I got I to gotta be honest with you. You know, I, I had to do your breaks too. So I, I, got some, uh, I got some labor hours in doing your breaks. So I didn't charge you for labor to put the mirrors in. And then you know what he said? It wouldn't be right because I just had to pop them in. They take seconds. Oh, they just get you at every turn. But the garage in uh, New York, oh, it was three hours labor. That's why I got to charge you $1,300 for your mirrors. <sighs> Unbelievable. So it, it came out to uh, just under $900. So I saved $400 by 
by going to Mike. So thank you, Mike. So I, I got a car now with side view mirrors. That's right. Cheers. Cheers. My buddy uh, Chris Fish Guy Photos is on. Um, is uh, he's in a? I guess. He, are, are you in your car? Yeah, but I'm not doing alternate side of the street parking out here. I'm at the beach. <laughs> what are you doing at the beach? It's like rainy today, man. It's better than being at work. <laughs> oh, you're just wandering around. Yeah, I'm just I'm just heading to work. So I usually stop down at the beach every morning just to check things out, and uh, it's just my, it's my cup of coffee. I don't drink coffee, so this is my way to wake up. Oh well, well, cheers on that, brother. I, uh, you know, a lot of people think I have an easy life, but uh, I'm jealous of this guy's life. Chris is a marine biologist, good friend of mine, and um, he works for a college. And his mornings, uh, sometimes he just kind of wanders around and does like beachy stuff because it's part of your job. Yeah, I get to this at some point. I mean, yeah, most of the time I'm spent on a boat. I was telling you, obviously not on the live stream. Uh, that I had a whale jumping literally right over my shoulder a couple days ago. It was absolutely amazing. It was like, I, I want to say it was less than 200 yards offshore, and it was coming up uh, through the bunker pods. You taught me all this. Yep. It was lunge feeding, right? You call it lunge yep. feeding? Yep. Yeah. You, yeah, and you then, beat me to it this year. I haven't found one yet, so uh, good for you. Well, hopefully the next time you take my family out whale watching, we'll actually see a whale. <laughs> Chris is like, he's supposed to be an expert on this, and he, and he does kind of tours here and there, and every time he takes the boat out, he tries to show people uh, whales off of Long Island because they've come back uh, big time. And, uh, of course, he takes me and my lovely family out, and now he's pointing out things that don't really matter because he knows he's he's choking. <laughs> yeah, but we did find whales. We found dolphins, and they are toothed whales. So we did find whales. We just, yeah, like, yeah, I'll be yeah. more specific next time. We'll find big whales. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but then I, I, I mentioned that I saw the whale right off uh, right offshore here where I live, and uh, people are like, a whale? And I'm trying to tell the people, yeah, maybe like, um, I don't know, at least five, six years ago, that would have been a big deal. But the whales have come back big time off the shores of Long Island and off uh, the Jersey Shore. Um, and why is that? I think because you told me, like, the, the bunker pots have come back? Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of things. But, you know, one thing that's, uh, to keep in mind, Long Island was a whaling port back in the day, and uh, it was a coastal whaling port. So people would sit at the beach like you were doing, see a whale, ring a bell, go out, kill the whale, drag it back to the beach, render it down for their stuff. You know, and they, So they were, they were at one point super common here. There's just no one alive that remembers those good old days. But Due to protections, uh, the humpback whale is not even listed as endangered or threatened anymore in the uh, in the Atlantic, which is an amazing story. We started protecting their food, the bunker, which uh, is also known as Atlantic Manhattan. It's a type of herring uh, that uh, you can't eat. And you know, if I'm telling you you can't eat something, you I can't know. eat it. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's used for fertilizer and makeup and things like that. <clears throat> and um, they started regulating those. And as soon as they did, we started seeing huge schools of bunker come back, and we started seeing the dolphins, the whales, the tuna, the sharks, uh, all that kind of stuff came back with it. So that's been uh, been exciting. I should, yeah, I should point that out. Not only have the whales come back, the sharks have also come back because these uh, bunker pods, when when the water's bubbling, I mean, as far as the eye can see up and down the shore, you will see these bunker pods. There are millions upon millions swimming very, very close uh, together. And, and, and it just feeds the entire ocean at this point. Yeah, everything eats them. I mean, I, we were watching Osprey grab them the other day out in the ocean, you know, just crash in. And uh, it's a fish that I would never, ever, ever, ever want to be. You know, 
You got whales swallowing your whole dolphins ripping you apart, bluefish biting your half, osprey sick, sticking eight hooks into your face, yeah, ripping your eyeballs out. I mean, it's just a horrible life. <laughs> when you see an osprey uh, uh, holding a, a, a fish and the fish is out of the water, like flopping, like what the hell is going on? But what's amazing about it is the size of these fish and how how these osprey and also uh, I, I want to say like I've seen a couple hawks out here to be honest with you with with fish. And you, you, it does, you can't wrap your head around how they're still able to fly with these, with these fish and their talons. I, I'm not talking tiny little bait fish. I mean, they're, they're like four or five inch uh, fish. Well, I mean, the, 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 bunker, the bunker could be 12 to 15 inches. And I've seen osprey with small striped bass, you know, probably not legal size, but I've definitely seen them with like a 12 inch striped bass. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. But I, I saw the whale out front and I, I, I laughed because – you know, me and my family will go on a boat. We have to get to Chris by like five in the morning. It's a whole big deal. Then he's going up and down the uh, the shoreline trying to find his whales. And, you know, all I had to do is wake up and uh, there, there it was right in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll correct that this summer. So I've been, uh, you know, I've only been back out at the ocean. I'm here for the summer for, I don't know, like three or four days now. Still recovering from that stupid COVID. You were the one that was supposed to give me COVID, but I skated. <laughs> I'm so glad I did not give you COVID. I would not want to hear the end of that one. <laughs> you you felt so guilty. I, the, going back a little bit, I can't believe it's actually like six months ago. That's crazy to me. But Krista took me out on the water. Uh, I think it was New Year's Eve, right? New Year's Eve, yeah. I think it was the last day of the year, and we were pretty much the only boat out there except for a hunting a hunting boat that were uh, shooting uh, birds. And uh, you showed me the seals, if people remember. And we had a, I mean, we had a great time. It was glorious on the water. It was a beautiful day. And then I got the call like the next day. Oh, uh, I tested positive for COVID. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you, like me, you even I'm called like, me out on on the boat because I was coughing. I'm like, ah, it's just, it's just my, it's just my, you know, allergies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, I know that cough now. But uh, yeah. anyway, um, so I've been walking the, you know, the beach uh, the first few days since uh, moving back out here for the summer. And the one thing that is different that I have noticed, and I didn't even ask you off uh, mic, so we'll see what you got here. There are dead birds everywhere. I mean, I, I usually walk about a mile down the beach every morning with the dog and, you know, throw the ball and all that all that crap. There are so many dead birds. What what happened? What's going on? Yeah. So I've, I've been seeing them, too. Most of them are shearwaters, uh, quarry shearwaters, which is a pelagic bird, which means they spend a lot of time out in the open ocean. And uh, this happened a few years ago. And uh, nobody really knows 100 percent for sure. But uh, the last last time this this was happening, it was believed that it was um starvation uh just trying to find food so again these birds are normally found way offshore and uh were coming in shore looking for food because they just were hungry they weren't finding food and uh, and dying as a result but um i'm not sure about this year i haven't heard anything but it's i i would assume it's probably kind of the same thing uh yeah. these are these are a pretty neat bird i mean they I know you hate birds, but <laughs> they're, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're pretty cool is that with one or two flaps of their wings, they'll glide for hundreds of yards, inches above the water, and yeah. they kind of chase summer. So they're up here in the summertime, but then in the winter, our winter, they're down off of Africa in the summertime uh, where they nest. So they nest down down off of Africa. Uh, okay. So it's a bird that does some traveling. But again, yeah, it's I, it's probably, a, I mean, again, I don't know for sure, but from last result, it was uh, it was starvation, lack of food. 
Yeah, I, I'm, it's not that I, I I hate birds. I hate the the turns. Uh, we got two types of birds that we see a lot. They're the little piping plovers that that have twinkle feet that just go like this along the sand, and they're protected even though there's millions of them at this point. I don't know why we're still protecting them, but if they see one piping plover egg, they, they shut down the beach for like uh, two football fields with fencing to protect the piping plover. And, and I'm a... And, and and in general, I'm an environmentalist and I'm an animal guy, but the piping plover thing is getting ridiculous because I see so many. How could they still be endangered? Uh, you don't even have to answer that question. I don't want to know the answer. They're just annoying <laughs> as hell. But uh, the terns, so the terns will uh, start nesting out front here. And if they have a nest near you, you're effed for the whole summer because they dive bomb every time they see you. They're very, very aggressive. And they'll peck on your head as you're just trying to go to the, you know, to the beach for the day. And so yeah. when I first got out here a few days ago, there were turns all over the place, all over the place. And and uh, I don't know if this is true, but I got a theory. They're gone already. And I live among some a-holes. And I think <laughs> one of the a-holes is like, these turns aren't going to ruin my goddamn summer. And I have a feeling that they went out in the middle of the night to find where that nest was. To either remove it or do something even worse because the turns are now gone. Yeah, that, I mean that's a that's a federal offense. So uh yeah, that's probably not. Oh yeah, that's why I do. can't oh, officially yeah. accuse anyone, but I'm very, very suspicious because I've lived out here long enough to know that the turns don't just go away in one day. Mm-hmm. They usually are in your area for pretty much the summer until those uh those eggs hatch. Yeah, until they fledge fly, and fly away. Own. Yeah, they're gonna be here for a while. Yeah, tennis rackets, Frank says. <laughs> Jesus. See, so that's so that's why I'm at the beach. Uh, just had a bald eagle fly by. That was pretty oh nice. Cool. Yeah, well, that's um, the other thing. Uh, we've we've seen a lot of bald eagles come back to Long Island as well. I I just thought you had to be in Alaska to see bald eagles. I'm an <laughs> idiot, you know. They're very special for us when we see a bald eagle, but there are parts of this country there uh, there are. Yeah, when you go up, when I was up in Alaska fishing those couple times, uh, yeah, they're like they're like you know pigeons. They're just everywhere. Yeah, and and, and people get annoyed by them. They're, they're not as special as as when we see them down here. They're no, they're eating garbage, place. dumping and jumping in dumpsters. Yeah, it's definitely not the majestic bird that people around here feel it is. Yeah. So what are you doing? You're just wandering out there, slowly going to work. Yeah, just I stop at a couple different beach points, check out things, make some reels for my Instagram account, Fish Guy Photos. Uh, yes. You know, do different things. Like that. And, and I, lately I've been tagging a lot of horseshoe crabs in the morning before work. Um, so I've been doing that. And horseshoe crabs are monsters from the past, aren't they? Aren't they yeah. like kind of like dinosaurs or the remains of the dinosaur period or something like that? Yeah, they've been on the planet for over 350 million years. So I mean, yeah, they've been they've been doing things way longer than we have. So uh, and this is this is their breeding season. So this is when you start seeing them come up on the beach. So yeah. I go out in the morning, and uh, if I find a couple still up on the beach, I'll pop some tags in them and 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 let them go. But uh, just just a way for people to keep track on their their movements and migrations and whatnot. How do they survive for so long? And then other creatures, you know, they have a, a short uh, shelf life. They were perfect to start with. Unfortunately, the numbers have declined dramatically, though. So, you know, we've uh, we've screwed that up. You know, they've been here for a long time, and now we come along, and uh, lack of habitat is, is a main reason for them. But uh, well, we want to be a lot. What's that? I was going to say, humans screw up everything. Everything. Pretty much. Pretty Nature much. Has, has it all figured out except for humans. For some reason, I just don't think we belong on this planet. I don't know how we got here, but 
And we're the only thing on this planet that doesn't make fucking sense. And then we see shit, like you said earlier, whales off, off the shore. And our first thought is like, I got to go out there and kill it. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've really messed things up. But, but, you know, in recent years, we've changed that. And a lot of things like the whales have come back. So it's just a matter of, you know, changing our views and thoughts on stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, it's it's there's some positive stuff. You know, there's there's a lot of positive. It gets, as you know, it gets outweighed by the negative all the time. <clears throat> well, listen, I got to get a cup of coffee. <clears throat> I need a second cup. I got to clear my throat, obviously. It's fish guy photos on uh, on the Instagram. You're you're. I mean, I, I've told you off air, on air. Your shit is really, really good. Really Thanks. good. It's very, very interesting because there's a lot of a lot of things to learn about uh, as far as marine biology goes in the ocean and uh, you know the beaches and whatnot. So um, very, very good. It's fish guy photos on the Instagram. Cool. Thanks, man. It's good talking with you. We'll uh we'll get you out and the family out once the whales are a little bit more abundant here. So I so I don't. Uh, <laughs> disappoint again we'll, uh, we'll we'll get together we'll do that yeah right on all right you're cool, first up there chris i'll talk to you soon all right brother all right thanks buddy talk to you soon all right my friend uh chris aka fish guy photos on all the socials all right you guys want to continue i got to um i got to get a cup of coffee yeah let's continue what the hell let me get a cup of coffee doggy's sitting on the bed um he's gonna follow me and then the whole <laughs> the, the whole my laptop's gonna fall on the floor i already know it. <laughs> Doggy, are you going to be able to stay there? He, he just follows me uh, the entire morning. All right, let me get a cup of coffee. Oh, you know what? I could do this. The famous F you, Mary. I'll be right back with another cup of coffee. This is Mary. Opie, I've been listening to you for 10 years. How come your show is turning into a cooking show? Fuck you, Mary. What should we be talking about today? Trump. Look, it's time to bring the summer heat to the bedroom. The temperatures aren't the only thing that's rising this summer. Ho, ho, ho. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets. And at a fraction of the cost, if you want to try it for free, use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. Yeah, you can take them anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead. We want to plan ahead sometimes, right? Of course we do. The process is simple. This is what you do. You sign up at BlueChew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days discreet packaging. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait online at the pharmacy. Everything is done all nice for you. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help you out. And we've got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code OPIE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information, and we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at BlueChew.com to try it for free. By the way, I really like Chris um, Fishcat photos a lot, but uh, I don't know if I can trust people that don't drink coffee in the morning. That's just weird. Yeah, Carl and Vic, uh, rest in peace, absolutely. Yeah, that is classic. Uh, Rain by the Beatles is a great song. Absolutely. 
See, I'm still heavy. I just I just walked up a flight of stairs, and that's when I'm still noticing that I'm still recovering from the um, the COVID. Drunken uh, donuts, Opie. I don't know why you have trolls. The show is so good. I, I this is absolutely more than fine. Of course it is. It's just a lot of very dishonest people that feel like they gotta. You know, stick up for Anthony. I know it all comes from Anthony and his stupid camp. And in the end, I didn't do anything that bad to him. Get the hell, get the hell out of here. Coffee, that's right. Is Carol in the room today? Pretty plus more. She sent me something overnight. I was talking about uh, rats in New York. Raccoons. Um, people that drink soda in the morning. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, that is... <laughs> Speaking of soda, I've never understood the people that drink Diet Coke. I don't get it. It tastes awful. When I want a soda, I want I want as much sugar as possible. I don't get why people drink Diet Coke. I think that's disgusting. I know I'm going to be in the minority with that, but I never got it. When it came to having a, a soda, I had to go all in. That diet crap just tasted awful to me. Uh, any striper fishing? I uh, Hey, Jeff, how are you, brother? I, um, I've been throwing in. I've been using lures because I've been lazy. I don't want to sit out there with... Uh, well, that doesn't make sense if you say I'm lazy, but I don't want to sit out there. But it is a lot more work uh, to throw clam bellies and sit there. So I've been just kind of walking up and down the beach with dog, with doggy uh, throwing lures. And there's uh, I haven't caught anything yet this year. No, no, no. Uh, but anyway, what was he saying? Oh yeah. So I guess pretty plus more is on in the room today, but, um, we were talking about rats and raccoons and she said, she sent me something. She said that her friend says that you got to be careful when you park your car on the streets of New York city, because, um, rat families are camping out in the, in the car, especially when it gets cold out. See, a lot of people, they, they let their car sit there until they have to move it for alternate side of the street parking. So that most of the time, the car just sits there and you're not really using it. And what's happening is, uh, you know, rats, they're trying to find a, 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 you know, a nice little nest in a warm place to, to camp out. And they've been camping out in cars and, uh, you know, in the engines. And she sent me this overnight. And I'm like, yeah, that's absolutely happening. Is it happening to a point where it's a major problem? No. But out here... Um, we have a lot of kittens. We have a lot of wild cats. And I was warned many, many years ago, especially when I come out here off season, that, uh, you know, before you start your engine in the middle of winter, you really should pop the hood to make sure there's no cats uh, hanging out to try to stay warm in the winter. Uh, but I, I haven't, I haven't uh, come across, uh, you know, kittens living in my engine or, or rats for that matter. But uh, Carol couldn't believe that her friend sent her that. I'm like, yeah, that absolutely is a thing. Absolutely. Doggy, we're going to walk. I don't know how I'm going to walk them, though, man. It's raining. I got to walk a, you know, we got, we don't really even have tar out here. We have no tar out here. So you think, well, oh, it's raining. You just walk the dog on the street, on the pavement. But we don't really have tar in these parts. So uh, no matter how I walk Doggy this morning, he's going to come back uh, full. I mean, full of sand. Just start the car and listen for the screams. It's either a cat or a loose fan belt. You're not wrong. Or they took your catalytic converter overnight. There's a story out there. I don't have all the details yet. 
I, I just got the basics, uh, which means I just read like the first paragraph, okay? Asphalt, not tar. I call it tar, Ted Palawada. Sand better than poop. Well, uh, actually, know what's going on with the with the sand? So Doggy's very obsessed with his uh, with his tennis ball. So when I'm fishing, I'll throw the ball. He'll go chase it, and then he'll he'll dig at it, and he'll dig a hole that's easily three or four feet deep. No joke. And he's exhausted by the end of our little fishing run. And uh, the problem is because he's uh, putting that uh, tennis ball in his mouth a lot. He's swallowing a lot of sand. And what happens the next day is that uh, Doggy will poo out a sandcastle, a complete poo sandcastle. That's how much sand he's swallowing. And, of course, our vet said you got to be very, very careful with that because it could clog up his system. Um, But anyway, Rainy Day Woman, you guys are still trying to figure out the rain song. How about you just Google rain songs? I can't believe no one has it. Uh, back to the story. Yes, Benjamin Tucker. Thank you very, very much. So, um, Elon Musk is an a-hole, which is too bad because, you know, the guy is doing some pretty amazing things with his money. I'm hoping that he turns around that, that, that cesspool Twitter, but we'll see. But he's an a-hole and I'll tell you why. He's got a transgender kid. Uh, I think I said that properly. I hope I did. If I didn't say it properly, it doesn't mean I have hate in my heart. You son of a bitch. But he has a transgender kid, right? And I guess uh, the Elon Musk... Now remember, broad strokes. I I, got to do a a deeper dive in this. But I guess Elon Musk uh, doesn't support, uh, you know, that type of lifestyle, right? So remember, he's the richest man in the world. And this is what makes him an a-hole as far as a father goes. His own kid whose father is the richest man in the world, has disowned Elon Musk and basically said, F you, I don't want anything to do with you, calls him uh, uh, her or his biological father and doesn't even want to use the last name Musk anymore. Said, go F yourself, go F all your money. I don't need you, I don't want you. That makes an a-hole father right there. Richest guy in the world. Your own kid's like, go screw. Take your stupid money. I don't want anything to do with you. And what I say to that is, a bravo. Bravo to the kid. You think a child would think all that up? It's all the leftist moms. (laughs) Everything's political. I forgot. Everything's political. (laughs) The leftist mom's doing uh, you know, sometimes it, you don't have to, like, do deep dives in this stuff. You know what I think? I think Elon Musk is just simply an a-hole. And then, of course, you got the people that will spin the politics into everything. Well, hello, Manscaped. Where have you been? Cue dramatic. It says cue dramatic music. I don't have dramatic music. ba 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 Gentlemen, all men strive for gold in their life, right? Gold medals, gold watches, gold everything. However, there's a certain type of man who goes the extra mile. He walks with the confidence of an eagle and giggles in the face of danger. He's a big, hairless winning machine, and when he unzips his pants, he sees platinum. That's right, manscaped. 
would like to introduce you to their best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Sorry, I don't have echo for you, Manscaped. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now trust them with the whole shebang. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE. Honestly, this is a great gift for the man in your life. Inside the Platinum Package, let's check this out. You'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo. Oh, I've been using that stuff. Oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't sound surprised, but I do. Ultra Premium Deodorant, Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner. You got the anti-chafing boxers and the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. Right on, man. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe. The best bang for your shebang. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E at manscaped.com. It's a great gift. Check it out for yourself. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the promo code OPOPIE. Manscaped.com, promo code OPOPIE to get that 20% off and free shipping. Uh, Did you uh, see that massive freshwater ray that was caught in Cambodia? Over 600 pounds, really? Damn. Yeah, man, every once in a while, uh, oh, look at these skinny COVID arms. I got to get back to doing my push ups. I lost like 15 stupid pounds. Which I guess I kind of needed, but now I gotta I, I gotta take care of this skinny arms. Um, ooh, the politics of dancing. That's a wonderful song. Yes, Lewis. I think we've talked about the politics of dancing. I think that's uh, a band called Reflex. Look it up. I think I nailed that one. A one-hit wonder by a band called Reflex. They did the politics of dancing. I think. Yeah, we uh, we catch stingrays off uh, off the shoreline here. You know, every once in a while, you'll hook into one of those things, and oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've caught one. My fishing buddy, Arnie's caught a few. And when you hook onto one of those things, their instinct is to get into the sand, so they use their giant flappy wings. I think they got wings, even though they're in the water. And they'll dig into the sand, because they're like, F you, you ain't taking me out of this ocean. And it's like, uh, it's literally like reeling in um, a steel door. It's, it's, it's quite the fight. And you got to work it with the waves is the only way to get it in. And then it's stupid because you just fought to get this thing in for, uh, I don't know, an hour. I think, I think one of these stingrays, it, it took us like close to two hours to reel in. And then you realize, why did I just do all that? And I, I think you do it for your ego because when you got something like that on your fishing line, everyone comes running from all over the place like, oh, my God, I think, I think he's got a whale, Harry. And, you know, people hang around to see what the hell is on the other side of the line. And you already kind of know what it is. And I think you do it to, you know, for bragging rights because all of a sudden it comes out of the ocean. Everyone's like, holy crap. And they're like with their Instagram and, uh, you know, taking uh, selfies with the damn thing. And then you realize it was pretty much a useless fight. And, you, you you know, you take the hook out of the mouth and then you, you got to get the damn thing back in the ocean. So now when we hook the stingrays, it's not worth the, the trouble. And you already know it is because it's either 
a stingray digging into the sand or it's like a beach chair or something in the ocean that you hooked onto. You just know because it doesn't really move at all. And at that point, you cut your losses, you cut your line, and, uh, and, and you move on to, you know, something else. All right. I got to get Doggy uh, outside. He's got to go for his walk. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for checking out the live stream. We're, we're trying to get back to doing this on a, on a daily basis. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of faking the energy today. Like, definitely still heavy in the chest, but uh, definitely even a little better than I was yesterday. So, I'm, uh, I, I, think I'm, uh, I'm, I think I'm more on my way than not, which uh, thank goodness for, for that. Uh, be good, Ope. Stay human. I try. Oh, the song. All right, the song was, I can't leave you hanging. Um, it's raining out here at the beach in the summertime. Uh, it's, it's a very obvious song. I'm very, very surprised no one got it. But one of my favorite rain songs of all time, could be my favorite, is Rain in the Summertime by a little band called The Alarm. Yes! Play that song for yourself after the live stream. It's a great, great song. I love it. Uh... The problem with the alarm was that um, people thought they were like, um, uh, what do they say? They they like to say stuff like a poor man's version of U2. And they had that going for them, uh, which was too bad because I really, really um, liked that band. And they had a few, they definitely had a few hits, but uh, Rain in the Summertime by the Alarm is a great song. Really, a really good song. 68 Guns, you know The Alarm. That's another great song. I'm trying to remember all their songs. I, I didn't realize I was going to um, talk about The Alarm today. Wait, let me uh, let me do this. Um, alarm Band Songs. Okay. They did Rain in the Summertime. So that was 1987. Holy shit. That's 35 years ago. I would have said that song was 25 years old. They did Spirit of 76, 68 Guns, The Stand is a great song, Soul Me Down, The River is amazing, Rescue Me is amazing, uh, Blaze of Glory is a very cool song, and, and uh, more or less those are the songs you probably uh, would know some of those, so <laughs> you're definitely making a comeback, this is riveting, you're either being an a-hole, see that's the sad part, I don't know if you're being an a-hole or a supporter, I, you know, and honestly... If you're being an a-hole, what what am I gonna do? That's all right. Boo 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 boo.